I would like to say thank you so much for all of your help over the uh, the past year and uh, not only attending this uh, community, uh, this uh, study of the Buddhist teachings, this, these ancient teachings coming to us from so far away in time and space, but also for your help financially to support us because this kind of an operation does not generate uh, a product or a service. You might call it a service. It is something that is freely given. Uh, we would do this, whether we might be quite limited without your help, but we would continue to do it no matter what. The vow, the vow to be the all things, that's tied in with the three pure precepts of the 16. Um, do good, don't do harm, rather than boil that down into a bunch of shoulds and shouldn'ts. You look at it your situ yourself, your situation, what's in your situation, you'll know what's good and helpful and respectful to do, and what is manipulative, intrusive, and disrespectful to someone. Don't disrespect people's confusion by correcting them. Don't correct anybody. It's none of your business. Now, if they ask for your help, that might be a little different. Or if you're doing something wrong and I see it, then I'm probably going to correct you. It's okay if I do it. No, not really. Shouldn't correct anybody. It doesn't help to do that because a person probably knows what is happening with them anyway. They might be well into self-correcting all over the place, and you're not helping them by adding to their confusion or their shame for what they've done, a mistake they might have made. Do, do good. Support others. Help others. The third one is be with all things. Stuff, things, ideas, thoughts, emotions, feelings, other people's feelings, thoughts, and emotions that are coming towards you. Uh, my simple way of saying the action there, besides just be with that, is just to receive that. Because usually it's anything from uh, incense smoke coming towards you to uh, somebody's threatening appearance and their finger shaking at you. Be with that. Receive it. This doesn't mean go so far to be a fool that you're going to receive someone's insults just because you're such a holy person. No, to a point you might say, you know, I've had enough of this and leave. In other words, break the connection. Don't break their neck. Break the connection. Step away. Step away. And that, if that is done situationally, not based on hope and fear, not based on your bullshit belief, in this or that or this or that or I should or I shouldn't. Don't go, don't do that to yourself or to anyone. Don't operate out of your beliefs. There are there are there are there are no beliefs that are true. There everything is fluctuating and changing constantly. Buddhism, regardless of what some people may say about it, is not a belief system. It's a it is a a spiritual path that has to do with awareness, 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 not right and wrong. Right and wrong are extra. If, if you're in a teaching where there's a right and a wrong, somebody's going to try to control you with their idea of what's right, their idea of what's wrong. <clears throat> if you begin to study this teaching, you will feel more confused, more than likely, likely. If you're used to just following rules, regulations, standards, I'm not saying don't don't obey the law of the, the 
cultural or conventional law like stoplights and things like that, of course. You don't don't take anything that isn't given to you freely or as an exchange, of course. So a little bit of that. It's when we tighten down on the on that dynamic of right and wrong that things start to get foggy and confusing. So the vow is uh, to be with all things means that anything that arises, give it the benefit of the benefit of the doubt, unless it's uh, has sharp teeth and it's growling at you and is about to attack you. You might want to just run the other way, unless you're a bigger dragon than they are. So that's the objective area, be with all things. And the other area of that is to save all beings. Now that's really hard to do, to put others before yourself, especially if that person seems to be abusing you or treating you ill or misunderstanding what you're doing and jumping to some kind of conclusion where they feel justified in yelling at you, shouting at you, or turning a cold shoulder to you, or reporting you to whatever authority they think is on the side of right. There's no way when you meet someone, when you know someone, when you live with some, someone for 20, 30, 40 years, there's no way you know what that person is dealing with. Everyone's karma, everyone's causes and conditions, how you were raised, what happened to you when you were four years old that is covered up by fear. You don't want to look at that. Some people cannot remember when they're when they were four, five, six, seven, eight. That doesn't mean it didn't occur. It just means they're not going to look at that. So when they shut down the suffering that could be happening by some kind of child abuse, shall we say, everything starts to be shut down. We don't want to remember anything. Hard to be singular about it. Although some people may be able to do that. Highly intellectual people are able to look at a particular area that where there's difficulty to lock that up. Other people have to lock down the whole thing. Don't recall. And then there's others who have been hurt, abused, uh, treated poorly as a uh, as a child, and they remember every every bit of it. This doesn't make them necessarily any healthier. Could be more difficult in some ways. So the vow. Whether you formally receive the vow yourself, you do this as a Buddhist uh, student of the Buddha's Dharma, and do this as a as a just uh, as a practitioner. You just want to receive that vow, or whether you have read about it and you want to do that on your own. You, you don't necessarily need the formality of, excuse me, having having a preceptor or a teacher. Maybe you don't need that. I think it, it seems like you would. But that's my own subjectivity. I certainly did. When I first met my teacher, I was in my very early 30s, and I was uh, terrified because I knew, felt that he could see what a crazy, insane, confused, and self-deceptive person I was. And I'd like to say to you right now, so you're really clear about what I'm talking about, that person is still here. Nothing has improved. This is a this is a different way of teaching. Nothing needs to get better. What does need to happen is you need to be aware and responsible for your craziness. 
You don't have to cover it up with love and light and rainbows and unicorns and billy goats. Wait, that billy goat wouldn't run up in there anyway. Seeing that can be very, very painful and difficult. You may need some help. That's why we have the three jewels. It's been here for 2,500 years, the Buddha or the teacher, the Dharma or the truth that's being looked at or taught, and the Sangha or the community group of people who get together. And since I blow, blew my nose, I want to see if Susan is here because she thinks that's a sign I'm about to say something really profound. Uh, no, she's not here. So no need to say anything profound. <laughs> my nose was dripping. That's why I did that. Do good. Don't do harm. Be with all things. Save all beings. Beings are suffering. Look, watch the news for 10 minutes and it's just excruciating what's happening. But that excruciating feeling might happen in the hallway of your house, at the kitchen table, as I often refer to, at the kitchen sink. Personal emotion and feeling that we have is really, really, well, what's the word excruciating? Sometimes you can't, and sometimes we, quite often we don't know what is even causing, what, where did that come from? What, what route did it take to get into my emotion? E-motion, energy that is in motion, personalized. Like, I'm the one who's feeling this. You are not. That is untrue. There is no one who has emotion. Emotion has emotions, which could be, you could say, even worse, because then there isn't anyone there to pull the levers, shut, turn the off switch. And there is no off switch. If you think there is, if you think there's a way to control this, proceed. Go ahead. You don't have to... I won't argue with you about that. I trust your confusion and I trust your clarity, your enlightenment. Enlightenment is already the case. All you have to do is stop covering it up. And in order to do that, you might have to look at a lot of really painful cover-ups, which can show up to the ego as self-deception, lying to myself, making up things so that I don't have to face what? you're a fool or you're foolish or you're operating out of misunderstandings of what is happening in this world thinking that some people are wrong and some people are right some beliefs are right or correct and some beliefs are wrong that's the illusion this isn't an illusion this is a very solid illusion this is what i tapping the top of the this table that is that is the illusion that's not something else that uh, that we don't have to look at everything and think everything's going to turn into fogginess or no, it's going to get more intense and brilliant right up to the time of your what? Death. This death comes. Death is coming for everyone here. Unless science comes up with some kind of a miracle. What do you call that? Ponce de Leon looked for that in Florida. I think it was called the Fountain of Youth. Fountain of Euthanasia. Sorry, I'll, I'm not getting any anything other than grimaces here. <laughs> I'll stop trying to be foolish. <clears throat> so returning to the vow aligns itself with another teaching that you hear me say quite often. It's about the intention, not about the result. 
if you're always looking for results, then you might as well be going to university and getting a degree because you will get the result. You'll get the degree or you won't. And you'll also get a big bill for that. I'm sure you notice that it is about control and power. The whole educational system is, is terrible. It's terrible to not treat people with respect and educate them, help them share this incredible knowledge we have in the world instead of making someone who wants to get a degree in some particular science or discipline uh, a couple hundred thousand dollars. What does it cost to become a dentist? It's something like 500,000 or something like that. A lot of money. This is uh, something that we can look at. We can watch that happen. But the main issue that needs to be looked at is here, here, right here. This is why we do the sitting practice meditation, meditation, sit down, hold still. Eyes are open. Look at the wall or look at your closet door and watch what the mind continues to ramp up. I like it. I don't like it. It's good. She shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done this. Why am I thinking that? I have to stop doing this. I have to start doing that. I have to have more control. I just have to figure things out. Watch that enough and you'll see that those are circles. And that's where you find out about this being an illusion. But you have to see it. I can practice for half a century and have an understanding that I'm very interested in pointing to and helping you see that you can see this in yourself. Maybe you're listening to me and say, well, I don't want to be like that jerk. I mean that. There are people who would listen to me and think that this is wrong or incorrect or not Buddhism, and they can do whatever they want, whatever they want. But if you're here and you're listening, I'm saying to you, look within. It sounds like some kind of romantic idea, but it's not that. It's really intensely difficult to look within in the way that is taught here. I'm not talking about taking an occasional peek into your mind stream. I'm saying sit down, hold still every day for an hour, two hours. Once a week for three or four hours. Look at this. Don't, don't, you, know, you have so much time before this goes back into the elements, before the death comes without warning. Look within, find out what this is yourself. It won't even look like Buddhism, particularly because it is so, sometimes so dark, sometimes so painful, sometimes so scary, sometimes so threatening. Because the ego, the self centered part of the consciousness that is tied up into a knot like this fist, does not want to be seen because if it's seen, you see that it's unreal. It is an illusion, and it is running your life. Or maybe not. Maybe you have it easy. If you have it too easy, you won't even be interested in this talk. But if you're having difficulty, and you've been looking around a little bit, you might stumble into this kind of a teaching here or somewhere else. And what is it saying? Find out who you are. Don't get your identity from me, from Buddhism, from the world, from politics, from anywhere else. Find out right here. You find out yourself. So returning to the vow, don't maintain the vow, but just return, be with all things. Just return to the vow, put others before yourself, save all beings. Especially if they're, if it, whatever, they're whatever they're doing is disturbing to you or difficult or their kind of confusion uh, tends to have a lot of outflows onto you about maybe blaming you for things. 
people tend to do that. If they're really, really suffering, it's just too hard to take responsibility, be responsible for what is happening in your mind. And we want to, it's because of her, because of him. And it's not to say that something that happens in your life isn't triggering that in you, but the actual emotion you're, is yours. Not yours, the ego, but yours, the consciousness that is part of this whole matrix, matrix we call a human being. There's nothing to be fixed. You don't have to improve. It, it might appear like that. It appears like that to me somewhat because I still see that I'm a fool. But I don't, if I can help it, occasionally it slips out the doorway like a, like a Hachi trying to get out the door. Like a cat trying to get out. Sometimes it does. So, But it's not about containing it so much. It's just about being aware. And if, you, if, you're, if the awareness is primary in your mind instead of the thought patterns, the, the, the judgment, the ideas, uh, should be, shouldn't be, I shouldn't feel this way, they shouldn't have said that, he shouldn't have, shouldn't have looked at me that way. If you're just responsible for your own emotions, then you, eventually you will liberate. Nothing gets liberated. That's why it's very difficult for anyone who has some clarity about around this to actually say, I am enlightened, because there's no one left. You see what this is, the self-centeredness. Uh, it doesn't go away. You just see that it's not real. So it might still stand around here and there waiting for a, uh, some kind of incursion into a gap in your awareness. Like a cat trying to get out of the house or into the house, for that matter, in case it's a strawberry. I can say some more, or if there's a talk, some questions, I'd be happy to respond to questions. Yes. Are you bowing? How will you know when awareness is primary, not the thought process? You won't. You won't know that. If you know that, we're right back to that, that self-centered part of the consciousness that thinks they're getting more and more clear and more and more enlightened. No, you won't. You'll be at the mercy of everything. More about that, if you have it. Are you bowing? What is awareness, then? Awareness is consciousness that is uh, that is not ignoring anything, not agreeing with anything, not disagreeing with anything. Passion, aggression, and ignorance. Go ahead, please. Are there any characteristics to awareness? <clears throat> you, won't, you won't do much. You you'll be looking uh, looking at, observing, hearing, smelling, tasting without comment. But if the comment arises conditionally, then there could be some kind of a comment, like, for instance, excuse me, realizing that someone has a beautiful voice, and, and maybe some kind of a comment on that, or that someone is, is suffering. Quite often, one thing that will change somewhat, and it could change a whole lot, is when someone comes towards you, here comes the profound statement. <laughs> someone is coming towards you, with some kind of irritation or aggression or blaming you for something you see, you see because you've been looking this direction into this, you're able to see, you're not reading their mind, but you're able to see that the reason they're starting to download a bunch of garbage on you, uh, opinions, ideas, judgments, finger pointing, maybe just in the, how they're looking at you, you realize it's, they're do, that's their way of getting rid of or covering up their own suffering. When a human being does not realize the first noble truth of the Buddha, life is suffering. If you if you think it uh, that's part time, 
you'll continue to suffer. You'll go into the cave of demons and come back out and blame someone else for it. Blame other, other, blame the demon. You are the demon. You are the angel. You are, you are, you are. There isn't anything you see that you are separate from fundamentally. That has to be seen. If it's not seen, you'll continue to spin. Is this still spinning? Of course it is. If you're very close to me, you might get hit by something. And you're bowing on another yes. topic. Um, the vows are do good, don't do harm. Yes. And what's going on in the Middle East? Who is doing the harm? There is no who. That's why it's so difficult. Because we want to find who's responsible. Who did this? And as soon as they find it, then they start murdering them. You murdered us, so now we're going to murder you. And it's not that you can't, someone with an incredible intellect can't stretch that all out in such a way and say, well, it's obvious that Hamas uh, did this to the Israelis. And of course they did. And it was disgusting what they did. Disagree with that at all, but what Hamas, where Hamas is coming from is dozens, you know, centuries of conflict in that, that area that goes way back, even even in other lifetimes before these, it just gets perpetuated because there's no communication, <laughs> very little. So I refer to that as a landslide. In other words, you have a little snapshot of the center of the landslide, and you think that's something you should go in and bomb these people and do that and do this and do that to control that control control it's not about control it's about awareness if you think it's about control then you're buying into the very the very uh, substrate of war and peace which is duality is thinking that there are more there are two things or three things or 15 billion things and there aren't there's just this it's just consciousness consciousness is manifesting as all of these forms and they show up and they go back down just like these fingers arise they go back down life Death. Consciousness doesn't go anywhere. Consciousness, when there's no form, uh, cannot be found. It, it, it's like you can't be found. If you look, you'll see that that's available to you right now while you're still embodied in a form that pulls on their ear, crosses their arms, waits for the subway, or in this case, someone to come and pick you up. Is this a type of collective karma then that is? There isn't anything about collective karma. It just looks individual when it's experienced in an individual person. If you realize who you are, what this is, the karma is all over the place trying to get, and it's, and it's free. If you're, if you're not clear about who you are, you'll shut them, some things out and invite other things in. It's called a human being in the five skandhas. When the five skandhas enter the six, realm, six realms, this is called a human being. But when one sees what that is, the realms come apart. The, the skandhas come up. They might still be operating. Four skandhas still might be functioning. The intellects might still be functioning, but it doesn't get together and form a being who's doing that. It's just the intellect. It's just consciousness only showing up in this particular organism we call a human being. More? Sano, go ahead. Sano, bowing. In negotiation, often the other party just needs communication and clarity. Sometimes, though, they want something truly unreasonable or impossible, maybe like us going back to the Stone Age, 
I wonder how do we work with people or things that are fundamentally unreasonable? Very good question, uh, Sanjo. But the the what I would say to that is it's uh, the instant in which they're being unreasonable is locked down, and we go towards that, and we can deconstruct that or pull that apart in such a way. You being an attorney, of course, you are going to be not only pretty good but, uh, fundamentally at that, but also your training and so on will help you do that in a relative way. And it's relatively correct. That's why the, th the laws and everything, as long as people aren't too crazy, seem to work fairly well to give us some kind of a form in society to not, not through, run through a red light and so on and do some communication, co cooperation, collaboration to have a, a, some reasonable uh, sanity in a society that's still full of confusion or ego, self-centeredness. So to come back to your question, I would say it's situational, but um, uh, here again, it's very situational. So we, you could turn over what I'm going to say just by saying, well, how about this situation or how about that situation? And I would say that when you see that it's being unreasonable, back right out of there. Don't don't uh, work with people on there. When I say work with them, I'm, I'm not saying leave the room, but back out. And because the, the reasonableness of someone's um, proposition, uh, if you're seeing that it is uh, it is tied up in heavy discursiveness or muddied thinking, that, that they will trip up on themselves. You don't have to step into that and show them where they're wrong. Just back out and they will eventually, they'll, they'll set up their own traps because they're uh, operating out of a false uh, premise that I think that's what you're asking about or pointing out. So less is better. That's uh, if we go to the four... Uh, uh, the four karmas, pacifying, enriching, magnetizing, and destroying, which I think you've studied. Is that true? Yes. So stay with pacifying. Stay, calm everything down, pacify. That's not, don't leave the room. Don't stop looking at them right in the eyes. And But, but talk uh, with them in a receptive way. Um, that would be different with some with different people. Some people, you might actually bark at them. You might have, you actually have to say, Something like something that, that will mirror back. This isn't something you can do with some kind of understanding that is, as uh, 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 sometimes called upaya or or, or skillful means. It, it has to come out of you rather than something you think about and do. So you may have some trouble with that. I don't know. <laughs> Just kidding, of course. Further questions, Hano? Not right now. Thank you. Yes, sir. How is seeing that we can't step into the landslide, how is that different than just a feeling of giving up? Well, giving up is turning away from the landslide. Just uh, uh, don't turn on the TV at all. I would say turn on the TV, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, or, or Al Jazeera, or whatever, and, and a little bit, and watch it a little, little bit. You'll know when to shut it off and go do something else. But don't separate from it completely. Um, and then don't immerse yourself so much in it that you don't do anything with your life except yell at the television. Am I getting close to what you're asking about, or is there some aspect? Didn't you die? If we see the landslide. What do we end up doing? If you're a meditator, which you are, then, then you're in a better position to not only see the landslide in the world, which looks like right and wrong, up and down, back and forth, 
And actually, it's just too big. There, there is no separate cause for this apparent effect. There's, there's so many. It's just to say it's countless is even an understatement. And then you have to see that. Uh, in order to see that, you're probably going to have to see the landslide in your mind, in your mind stream. But there's also just too much coming and going. You can't fix that. And uh, two ways of saying it. One is you can't fix it, which is a relative comment. And then uh, the other one is there is no landslide, which is ultimate understanding. And if you're on this path, and if I have anything, anything to say about it, about supporting you, I will support you to see the truth, not just to try to control the landslide. The landslide is it's that's why they call it a landslide. It's there. It's sliding. It's land. You can't stop it. But that doesn't mean you look away. It doesn't mean that you don't actually possibly step right into the middle of it with a protest sign. You might have to do that. Your karma, your causes and conditions, your personal, but to do it with awareness. So you really realize you can't fix it, but you need to participate. The people who are on the streets of New York or Tel Aviv or wherever they may be, they're protesting on one side or on the other side. Uh, it's taking not a good idea to take sides in something that is um, that is, it is not too, there is no singularity there. It's, it's like just watch a tennis match. You can't have one person to play tennis. And it doesn't mean that, that it says that there isn't a lot of responsibility in there for people who are buying into and believing their own uh, terrible emotions so much that they actually hate others and are willing to kill them. Some of the stories that come out of that, what Hamas did are, are difficult. Really, but but it's all over the place. It's all over all, all the Stalin did to the to the Russians and uh, starving all millions of people back in the 1930s. That and then all the way back to the Peloponnesian Wars. I'm not a historian. A historian. I'm just looked a little bit into that to see that this has been going on forever. And how? What can you do about it? Train your mind so that your understanding of what is happening is completely clear. So you don't you don't. There's, there's nothing that you don't understand, and there's nothing that you understand in the conventional sense, but you understand it in the ultimate sense. And this is not some kind of walking away and some kind of Pollyanna, uh, we're all one. You'll never hear me say we're all one. We are not all one. We are not separate. Might be a little bit more accurate. And even that uh, stretches the point a little bit, no pun intended. You got it. Give it to me. Didn't you bowing when you say don't do anything unless you have to? I do. Um, if we have a strong impulse or desire to do something, does that mean we have to do it? No. I want to say that. I'm saying just just watch the impulse. And if there's a lot of, if you're doing a lot of mind training, if you're spending a lot of time just watching how your mind works, in other words, shikantaza, sitting meditation, you'll be less likely to be fooled by your mind stream. Doesn't mean it won't be uh, irritated by it or suffering about it, but you, you can't really be fooled by that so much anymore. You can't really convince yourself that I should do this, or I should do that. You might feel like that, but you just, as I sometimes say, just don't get rid of the feeling. The feeling needs to be there. The emotion that arises in your mind stream, the thoughts that arise, they have a right to be there. I don't care which ones they are. You can't find a thought or an emotion you've had in the last 24 hours. If you bring it to me and talk to me about it, I'll say that's, that's, that's 
That's your life. Live your life. Receive, receive, receive. Give the most profound form of generosity that I can come up with is give everything your attention. Don't, don't ignore anything. Give it your attention without your, if you can, without your constant um, judging. Because as soon as you're giving it your attention, if you begin to judge it, you've just stopped observing it. Your generosity has come to a halt, and now you want this, or you want control. So receive it as much as you can. Have a willingness uh, over time to train your mind to just receive whatever shows up. More? How do we know what we have to do? Well, if you don't do anything but you have to, then you just do what you have to do. <laughs> I'm glad I could help you with that. <laughs> there is no key, there's no formula. That, that, the only formula that I, or um, what is that called? A uh, poly something or other? Poly, poly psych? No. Poly, what is it? Algorithm. Algorithm, that's right. I never, I always forget the first letter, Al. The algorithm that I know of is uh, the three jewels. There's a teacher, someone who's, who, hopefully it's the Buddha or a Buddha, or an, the word Buddha means, excuse me, means one who is awake. And what do they wake to? This. They no longer are asleep, they're awake. And so that algorithm is teacher, the teaching, what is being taught, and the community. Those three seem to be very necessary if any of us are going to have any kind of understanding about what this is before we eventually die. Uh, certainly, that's the, I'm, I'm biased because I, I ran into, I'm old, I'm in my 80s now, and I met my teacher when I was, uh, was 50 years ago. And without meeting the, the Buddha in that human being, that, that Tibetan Lama, and and studying what he was teaching and what he was pointing to and spending time with his community, which is very difficult. Community was difficult the whole way through from the time it began and until right this moment, community is still difficult. But it's, it's necessary. We need to help each other, not by interfering with each other, but by um, just being with each other, supporting each other, some kind of Cooperation, communication, collaboration, that's hard to do. More? That's what was it good? I think you said a moment ago that not separate was stretching the point. I'm not sure if that's exactly what you said. In what way is not separate? Well, anytime, okay. so anytime you have a slogan or a concept, it's, it's about something. It's like you can't eat a recipe, but you could use the recipe to make some bean soup. You could eat that, but you might not be able to make that without the recipe. So when I say, I just feel that uh, a, a kind of a negative way, not uh, rather than a positive way, all one, we're all one. The not separate, uh, we say we're all one, then everybody can kind of agree to that. Yeah, we're all one. Quite often, people see them. I think we are. We're all one. That's that is that shuts down the, the observer part of the consciousness. Whereas the other statement that I said is stretching the point is we're not separate. So that would hopefully help you or me to look and say how 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 is it we're not separate? We're obviously separated. So it, it would be more 
um, supporting or evoking some kind of investigation of the mind rather than, than just trying to agree with something. And step stretching it means that anytime you say something about something, you're actually covering up what you're talking about. And you, if you see what this is, you're speechless. If you see what this is, fundamentally, if you see the truth yourself, you see the truth of no separation, we're not separate, you won't be able to say much unless you do. And if you do, then uh, that comes through meeting people where they're at. And they might not know where they're at until they meet you. Because you know where they're at. And they don't. You follow me a little bit? Hmm? That's a good sign. Shadow bowing is returning to the vowel in action. Bowing. I think it is. I think you maybe you're in some kind of a quandary or some kind of a difficult situation, or maybe not. Maybe you're just you're just coming. You're you're a monk, so you're you uh, have put yourself through your lifetime that you had to come here. You had to become a monk, as I recall, and so. We talked about what that was, you did that, and now you're tied into these these vows in this practice. So you return to the vow. You do this every day uh, through the forms. And you may be, uh, when you're doing the forms, you may be prostrating, or you may uh, be, uh, say, I uh, take refuge in the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha, whatever. You may be daydreaming about something else. That does not matter. It does not matter. I don't know how, if you have more questions around that, Please come this way because nothing is fundamentally separate. That's that's a hard one because it's a, how can how can vanilla ice cream and dog shit be not separate? Well, they are not. That doesn't mean you should eat one of them. You see what I'm saying a little bit? The ego mind, the self-centered mind, the the controlling mind will try to take that dynamic there and pull on it to make something evil and make something else good. Well, dog shit is not evil. It's just what happens to food when a dog eats something. It's just it's just the chemistry of, of uh, physical existence, the manifestation that is physically here and is unreal. The consciousness, this, the consciousness that is here has no need of any of this. Consciousness doesn't need any of this unless the consciousness uh, is sparked by the nerve endings that are saying, you need to hide. You need to protect yourself. You need to, you need to, you need to desire the second noble truth. You need to protect yourself. No, you don't. I mean, that doesn't mean you don't step out of the way of a moving truck. So you, you have to work with the relative situation, but as far as something being right or wrong, no, it's just dependently arisen. It's a very simple, ordinary way of looking at things. But if you have really intense emotions that you've been covering up for the last 18 lifetimes, they want to be expressed and things that come into your living room uh, tomorrow at 10 o'clock in, in the afternoon, which is already a lie. See what I'm saying? So you can't find the relationship to it. And so what do you do with that? Just receive it. And that way, whatever happens in your life, you can meet it with some, some humility, some generosity, some kindness. You can be kind to people, even when they're not so kind to you. More. As we continue to practice, 
does um, leaving the intention and returning get blurrier? Well, eventually, I would say this, it sounds a little bit kind of uppity, but it's like, eventually you are the intention because nothing is separate. So if you return, 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 eventually you are that intention. So the returning is a, you may return, you may not. You may look like there's a returning, you may not. You, you will know, you will know that you are, you have, you have completely turned yourself over to the three jewels. You'll, you'll know that. You might not say that, but you'll know that there is no separate being anymore. That you're not separate from all the craziness that shows up in the world in the form of CNN or Haas or the, the politics and uh, the crazy politics that are going on that could end up destroying the country. You're not separate from that, nor are you the same as that. You'll see it. And one of the ways you know that you see it is you don't care what happens. I'm not saying you're dismissive, but I'm not saying you're not going to go to war. You're not going to war. You're not going to peace. You take no position on anything. You take a position, you immediately have bought in, bought a bill of goods that there's a possibility of controlling everything. That's why the aliens are flying around watching us, wondering if we're going to kill ourselves. You might say, well, why don't they come and help us? I, I might say, why would they help a bunch of really, why would they help a crazy, insane race of human beings? They don't fight with them. They don't, aliens don't fight with you. Did you watch Star Wars? <laughs> you remember that little, what was the little tavern where the, all the weird looking people were all having a drink? I guess they were having a drink. Wasn't that in Star Wars? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's my case. <laughs> There's no, there's no bad guys, there's, but there are people who are suffering intensely, that they're suffering so intensely, they need to get rid of the suffering. And what do they do? They, they manifest Bradley fighting vehicles or uh, these, what, what are they, AR, AR what are they called? AR-15. AR-15s, yeah. I was in the Marine Corps and I can't remember that stuff. Anything else? Just that idea of the aliens not helping us because why would they, <laughs> why do we endeavor to do that as a, um, endeavor, aspiring bodhisattvas, why, why should we help others? we're not aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think the, the intelligence, the, the, the so-called aliens, I don't know what's happening with that, but, um, but it's consciousness, we're not separate. You're not, your consciousness and my consciousness and the consciousness of, a, of a, a hedgehog are not separate. They're separated, but they're fundamentally, it's consciousness. Consciousness finds ever whatever form it needs. The first tenet of this particular organization, the order of immediate light is consciousness always finds its own form. And nobody told me that. I mean, it's probably said somewhere. Or have you run into that somewhere else? I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm watching consciousness go over here, go over there. And, it, you know, it looked and looked and looked and finally found, uh, finally found uh, Nishika. And it looked a long time, but how would you, if you if two arrows flying through the air, how could you find them? Because you'd be distracted by one of them. Isn't that true? <laughs> <laughs> he said, huh, in case you were wondering, he said, huh. 
that's what I said. Two arrows meet. That's a, <clears throat> what Nishikai means. It means Nishikai. So two arrows meet in where and somewhere. I don't know who fired them, but there they were. <laughs> Isan. Isan, I have a question about daydreaming. If when daydreaming comes in, it's it seems to cover up or obscure whatever it is that's actually happening at the time. So how is that not missing our life? That is your life. The daydream is your life. Whatever arises is your life. Whatever arises. But when you add to it, like if you, you're upset with a daydream, you try to stop day, daydreaming and push that away, then you create a tension uh, around something that is uh, uh, the, the, the illusion is creating the illusion by fighting with the illusion. Don't do anything. But just receive it. My, my instruction as far as Shikantaza, uh, sitting meditation, sit still and hold very still. And whatever arises is exactly what you need to see, albeit daydreams. If you fall asleep, if you wake back up, or if you don't wake back up, maybe you need to go take a nap. The sitting practice of meditation is training you to meet whatever arises in your mind without agreeing, passion, without disagreeing, aggression, and without ignoring ignorance or distracting yourself. And that training there will help you uh, function in the same way in your everyday life with your family, with your your community, by way of being able to receive. This doesn't mean you're going to, someone's going to mistreat you and you're going to just be a fall over dead or be a pushover. No, you may, you may come back and really actively intensely disagree with them, but you're doing it out of awareness. You're not doing it out of an ego that thinks he or she is right. That's just more warfare. That's sickening if you see it, when you see that happen. But it's not wrong so much as it's just a big, huge misunderstanding that's been going on for uh, since human beings are, uh, showed up. But you can actually transcend that by seeing clearly and still operate in a relative situation with kindness, with generosity, but nobody's going to push you over. Come and try to push me over and see what you get. You're right, I'll fall over. <laughs> I probably would. So what I'm saying, I'm not trying to be a smart ass here. I'm just saying that you really will be able to see deeply when you meet somebody, you can see their suffering. This doesn't mean that you're not irritated by what they're presenting to you, but you're not, you're not with that so intensely that you're going to go to war because they want to fight you and they're accusing you. You're going to fight back. You're going to argue. Instead, you see that they're, they're that you, you can actually see them cover up. I couldn't teach if, if I uh, believed anything. I couldn't teach if I believed that someone uh, coming this direction with their craziness, their neurosis, or their self-centeredness, if I, if I believed their feelings. Uh, that they believe in themselves. That being said, I also can't teach if I separate myself from their feelings. I have to feel, I'm not reading their mind, I'm just feeling what they're feeling. In a sense, maybe not exactly, but, but the feeling dimension comes together. I don't know how else to say it. Otherwise, you can't, can't uh, because otherwise you wouldn't know what to say. You would try to correct the person, which is what, what you're trying to say they shouldn't be doing. Don't correct yourself. Be aware. Be aware. How do you be aware? You have to look at a whole lot of ignorance facing the wall and receive that in such a way that that which is observing starts to 
become stronger and stronger. Just a way it's not progress because there's nothing there. There's no evidence. There's no uh, um, grade point. It's just awareness. It, it doesn't find anything else but itself. And it also notices everything that arises in the awareness is not only being something arising in awareness, but also not separate from awareness. If we went on and on there, uh, we would eventually be um, all vanish. Any, any other questions on Zoom? Nishin. Nishin Boeing. Are we always in the war if we are not receiving? I don't, I don't know if I would make that statement necessarily. How does it look to you? Well, there are some uh, there, there are some vague areas here. I don't know if I if I have intention whether it can be the same as uh, receiving so it's it's not it's not very clear to me okay so let me say this um a difficult one to use anything especially concepts to describe but there will not be uh, there there will not be an outcome of i'm no longer in the war uh kind of situation or since i'm not receiving uh to, going from this to that and try to locate some kind of a, a truth or some kind of a positionality is part of the, the difficulty. It's that we're separating ourselves from something that we actually are looking for. And uh, the, the other way of saying this is uh, what you're looking for, you are. You are this. You, you, are, you already are this. But the body-mind complex that we, that we join to and we try to defend or we try to polish up and make look better or get a great education so we can rule the universe. All of those kinds of uh, uh, materialistic approaches are, are not incorrect and we need to do something. We're living beings. But the, the ultimate fundamental understanding goes by, goes past all of that. And the ego mind, uh, uh, whatever's left of it, which is unreal in the first place, uh, basically suffocates. The ego mind doesn't go away because there, it doesn't have to. But what suffocates is the belief that there is someone, the belief that you have been wronged. And that does not mean that the feeling of feel, feeling terribly put upon by this or that or the other thing is going to go away. There is no ultimate I can't think of another word. There's no ultimate destination. Nothing happens. And so it's it's better than you thought. You're liberated. It's worse than you thought because it's difficult because you have to go through the very barrier of your own beliefs, your ideas, your opinions, your emotions. You have to go through that, not not go around it. So go right through it, and you can do that. My understanding and what I have looked at, you can go through that with your mind by sitting down and watching the mind stream. You're still here, but you're unreal. Pretty nice. Thank you. You won't suffer. About the time you get a little, like, kind of, like I'm doing pretty good. Not had any negative feelings in two weeks. Not going to happen. It's, it's going to come back and 
just like a bear trap on, uh, on, on wheels coming after you. But, but it's unreal. So let it bite you. Because you're actually biting yourself. Is there, is there a final question, perhaps? Yoka. Yoka Bowling, a question on YouTube from Georgios Sokazan. If everything is an illusion and we don't exist, comma, there's no death, question mark? There's death to the, to the body-mind complex, of course. Anything that shows up is going away. But that which we are can't go anywhere because it, it is not showing up. It's, it's always been there. It even used the index of time as uh, extra. Who you are can't be destroyed. But if you're identifying with this, which is pretty destroyable and out of balance, and in, in my case, in bad health and really old, and, uh, but, but if you realize who you are, then it doesn't matter if this goes away. I don't know how else to say it. Jojo's. Yes, sir. Michael Bowling, isn't it about our perspectives and it's changing or we tie down a perspective? Okay. What about it? Well, in the case of the landslide, it's my perspective of that landslide that's fixed. Yeah, you're, you look at that and you don't see that, you don't see that it's not just this little um, bundle of buildings and houses and dead people and murderers in, in the middle, but it goes, it started a long time ago. I'm just using that as an example. And it's got a long way to go. There's a lot of weight, a lot of uh, intense uh, gravity is pulling that. Uh, totally uh, um, I don't know how much more I could say about it unless you have a question well is what we have to see to see all that karma that is affecting our perspective all you have to see is your mind just out here go. that's why I said go within this is a way of going it's not the only way probably a lot of other ways but here you are you're listening to me uh, you don't have to be a monk or move into the monastery and if you do then you're probably here but you can do this right there i might never meet you face to face with this kind of technology not necessary that doesn't mean you shouldn't come here if you want to but spend some time take some time out from the activity because when the body is moving like this doing this or doing that um, then the mind is, it's much more difficult to see the, the unreality of this. But if you hold very still and you begin to watch what keeps moving, even though you're trying very hard to just hold still, there's other things uh, in the consciousness that are on the move. Sometimes we see how really, really complicated all that movement is. That is unreal. And it's, it's seen more clearly. And that way there's less chance of you believing your thoughts, believing your emotions. You may still do that to some extent, but there, there, then there's a possibility of a, of a complete understanding opening up where you see that, that, that there's, no, there's really no one there as a singularity that can improve or, or uh, 
or fail. That, that's, that's created by the belief that you are a, a being tied into this particular body-mind. Any more or are we good? I know we're good. Wulong bowing. Go ahead, Wulong. Um, earlier, you, you mentioned awareness as um, you'll, you'll be at the mercy of everything. Yes. What do you mean? What does it mean to be at the mercy of everything? You're, you're just complete generosity. You're, remo you're receiving everything. You're giving attention to everything, everyone in your environment. You may not react or act around them like they would like you to act. They may be, and I don't mean that they're just deciding to mirror you, but they may be mirroring you because they don't, if, if, if they, if you realize your true nature, you won't have any idea what the hell to do with the rest of your life. There won't be anyone left. There's still a body. There's still a Wulong. You're still functioning, but you, you may show up as a, to others as being very enlightened and very helpful and very, 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 very. And you may show up to others as being full of it. You will have no say so. The karma will manifest as dependent origination rather than you trying to make yourself look a certain way or convince other people that you are a certain way. To some people who are around me very much, uh, to start with, may think that I'm I even seem very enlightened. I live up to their ideal of what enlightenment is. And those who have been around me for quite a long time can get very confused by who they're looking at. Because I'm not interested in particularly showing up a certain way for anyone. I'm, I, you could say I'm not even here anymore. More? Good area to talk or question. Well, I'm bowing. Um... What then is responding? Consciousness is responding. And there may, if there's still a self there, that self may still wander around and bump into walls and keep looking for a central authority somewhere. So it depends on uh, if you awaken, I awaken, Kayun, uh, Greg, um, uh, Cindy, or any of us awaken, the karma that you came into this life with is not gone. It doesn't suddenly, you don't suddenly have a clean slate where you're purified. And No, it could get more intense. You could get more angry. There's a lot of room for questions. I can't always talk out of something I haven't been asked about. But if I'm asked about this, you're going to get it. But I can't help it. I wouldn't help it if I could. Or would I? Maybe I would help it if I could help it, but then there's nobody to help it. So then when I'm dead, then Chazan will help you, right? Chazan? Would you say? He shrugged, so there's no promises. <laughs> but he's very young, so he'll oh, wow. I so want to ask you the question that you want me to ask you so we can erupt this conversation, but you won't. Um, so I have another question. Mm -hmm. What what does consciousness consciousness do with the self bumping around? Like what? It it it, it could do any number of things. It might it might uh, just not pay it too much attention. It won't ignore it, but it will just notice that uh, it's like the consciousness is consciousness uh, uh, doesn't have to get rid of that because it knows it's unreal. 
but it still may shift around and elbow itself. I, I, difficult one. It's a good area. And so teachers down through the centuries have tried to address this in different ways. Some just act out of that, that uh, um, self that is, that they see that it's unreal. So they use it to teach. And sometimes they're outrageous in their teaching. So outrageous that you're not really sure if they're, they're not living up to your idea of awake. So how can they possibly be a teacher? So, uh, Trungpa Rinpoche talked about that as a, as crazy wisdom. So it's, um, it's crazy in the sense that it's not functioning in the way that, that, that we think that a, an enlightened being should kind, loving. They're not acting enough like the Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama, I don't know. I'm, uh, I don't know him very well, but just met him a couple of times. But he's, his style is just very sweet, kind, loving, as was uh, the, the 16th Karmapa. And I don't know about the 17th. I haven't met him yet. Maybe never will. But you can't, you can't really, uh, that person, if there is an enlightened being there, is meeting everyone where they're at. And if they're doing that, then any identity that is coming up with them is really more about the person that they're meeting rather than about the, any kind of karma or self-centeredness that may have, uh, that the, the so-called enlightened being has transcended. So there's no way to predict or decide. It's like looking in the inside of a landslide and finding for finding details of what might have started it, <laughs> which is, of course, just like a legal system. Try to find out who's who's correct, who's not correct. And that relatively, if you believe in this, you can sort this out and you can actually get some pretty clear understanding and get some relative truth out of that. But it gets gets more difficult because that whole thing turns over and goes into the the, the people who are uh, just interested. In, they've been trained. You better protect yourself. You can imagine how it must be if you're you have a father who is telling you, you know, threatening you or making you realize that you have to you have to defend yourself. You have to you know even even up to and including lie lie to everybody anything to keep stay in charge. That's probably probably been taught to young people quite a bit. Okay, we can close. Thank you. Hi, this is Chiazan, the prior at Sokokoji Buddhist Monastery. Sokazan offers these talks without expecting anything in return. If you value these talks and would like them to continue, please visit our donate page at www.sokokoji.org. Thank you.